it's not just about our own personal inner growth and spiritual development, but also about how we're going to kind of navigate the tumultuous times that we're living in. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Katie Dalebow, and you are listening to Let It Out, the podcast with me. And today is a special bonus episode. As you know, new full-length episodes of the podcast come out on Wednesdays. However, today is Tuesday, and there's a new episode today with none other than Gabrielle Bernstein, New York Times bestselling author, speaker, the writer of the foreword of my book, Let It Out, A Journey Through Journaling, my mentor, my friend, somebody who's been on this podcast many times and I love, has a new book out called The Universe Has Your Back. And I have Gabby's back, so I wanted to have her back on the podcast for the release of her new book. And so that is what this episode is. It is a conversation that I recorded just the other day with Gabby and myself, obviously, just kind of chatting about her process writing this book, what this book is about, how it's different from her other books, and then just some other random fun questions about what she's doing and wearing and and just us chatting. So it's not very long, but it is really good. She gives me some nuggets of wisdom that were actually really helpful, and I hope you enjoy listening to this episode, and I will talk to you guys really soon. I'm going to have a either a Katie Wonders episode or a full-length episode for you very soon. Just make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're on my email list, make sure you're in the Facebook group. That's where I'm going to be sending all the updates about where to find the next thing from me. I don't know exactly what it's going to be or when it's going to come out because I, like I said, I've I've been teasing for weeks. I have a bunch of really great conversations recorded right now on my computer just waiting to be released and I'm just trying to figure out how I can get them produced and get them edited and get them show noted (laughs) and out to you and I'm doing it as fast as I can. So if you want to help with that, if you find this show helpful and you want to support that, you can always shop through the Amazon link or donate or just share it with a friend, leave a review and subscribe on iTunes. It all really helps out a ton. So I'm going to be quiet now and let you hear my conversation with Gabrielle Bernstein. So congratulations on The Universe Has Your Back. I'm so excited. Thank you, honey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited too. So first question, how is this book different from your other books? What can we expect? Katie, this is everybody's question. Like people are like, what's new? Tell me what's new. Uh, So, okay. I think what's most different about this book is that it's, of all of my books, it's coming out at the most timely time in the world right so there's this it's almost like a need not just personally but worldly need for this 
type of transformation. And so uh, it feels like the book is 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 written at a time where it's it's not just about our own personal inner growth and spiritual development, but also about how we're going to kind of navigate the tumultuous times that we're living in. And so uh, it kind of takes it off of just your own private practice, but also how you're going to live in the world during these times. And so I think that that's probably what makes it most different, um, not necessarily in content, but just sort of in the, the layup and the time frame of when the, when the content's being delivered. So it's, it's feeling really activated right now for me because I know that it's, it's what we all need. It's like what everybody needs right now, right? Yeah. And so if I'm the messenger that you resonate with, then this is going to be the perfect content for you today. Mm, cool. So cool. So when did this, I love the title, obviously, and I would love to know when that title and the topic came into your head and if you remember that or, and, and really how you get the inspiration for all your books, but specifically this one. So the title has been in my world since the Ing days, if yeah. you, you remember. Oh, yeah, I know if I remember. anyone's going to remember, it's you. <laughs> um, I think it was the last or the second to last chapter of Add More Ing to Your Life. Um, I think it was the second to last chapter. It's called Know the Universe Has Your Back. Yeah. And it was a whole chapter on knowing. In fact, I should probably reread that chapter right now, just sort of given this full circle moment. And um, not this in the second, but like, you know, the next yeah. few days. <laughs> like, oh, that, that, chapter to your podcast right that now. That would be cool too. <laughs> like an audio book. We reading. can splice it in. There isn't an audio book for Aang, which I've always wanted. So. Uh, I'll do it for you. I'll do it. I'll do it privately for you. Um, so, so yeah, so it's actually, that would be kind of awesome to do like an old school Aang reading. Yes, uh, we should do it. We should just like go on the road and like read a chapter in each city <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely run that tour um so so yeah so that chapter was kind of when that that concept of knowing the universe has your back came to me and I honestly never heard anybody say that phrase before and and I'm kind of just going to take ownership for like putting it into the zeitgeist because that's oh, just sort yeah. of like like this is my urban dictionary and um so, you know, knowing the universe has your back was sort of the beginning stage of just of, of getting people into that conversation of being grounded in the certainty that no matter what's happening in your life, that there is a plan, that there is a guidance, that there is support within you and around you. And, and that's what the premise of this book is, which is that, that we all have a power greater than us that is within us and around us that is ready to restore us to sanity in any moment when we choose to and ready to open doors that are invisible doors to what we need and give us the guidance that we need to show up in a greater way in the world. And so uh, that's that's the backbone of the content. And then the subtitle is Transform Fear to Faith. I mean, it says it all, right? Mm -hmm. It's like take that take that fear and 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 turn it upside down and choose to see it in a whole new way and make your world come through a loving lens rather than a fear-based lens. Mm. I love the title, The Universe Has Your Back. That phrase has been because of you part of my life and like a mantra to me and it's so com it's so comforting you know I feel relief just by saying that in my mind as yep. this like ever-present mantra so I totally credit you to that and it's everywhere now so that's, that's yeah all you. it's happening I, and I believe I made it up you I'm totally just, did it. I made it up <laughs> really did. it's amazing so I'm really curious about people's writing process and their their creativity process. But specifically with this book first, what was your the process writing this book like compared to writing your other books? 
Oh, this is such a good question, Katie. Um, wow, this book was a shit show, Mama. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to save the story a little bit because hopefully your folks will see it on live stream or join me in the live. But but um, but it, it was a disaster. I mean, I wrote this book during the hardest year of my life, um, a year where I faced fears I didn't even know were there, and a year where I really hit my biggest bottom, even bigger than my drug addiction. Um, and so I think that's what makes it so good. And I think that's what makes it mean so much to me because it came out of me at a time when I was really, um, in a dark place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, knowing that there was this light at the end of the tunnel, which was sort of every day waking up and, and writing was what was a healing experience for me. And then almost, and also having to hit my knees and rewrite and rewrite and rewrite. And so most of my books I've written in, le- all of my books I wrote in less than six months. So I would write them in four to six months. This book I took a year to write and two months to rewrite. <laughs> That's the truth. Because, you know, or, or I took nine, you know, 10 months to write. And then in the last two months I rewrote it because I just, I had to go deeper. And um, this is a very different experience than any of my other books. Wow. So you mentioned there's a, a longer story about how the this year and, and what was going on with you and the the process of, of writing it and people can hear that on live stream. So how if people want to do that at, if they're listening right now and they want the full story, where do they go to find out about that? Um that you know that full story will if if you if you're when are you you're gonna air this like on the launch day is that what yeah. it's meant? Um, so yeah, so if this is aired in the morning, you can join me tonight on live stream, and I'm gonna share this full story. And I mean, I mean, really, I can tell you right now, you don't have to be, wait for the live stream. But ultimately, Katie, it was just that I you know I spent the year um, in in this sort of like I gotta get the book done, I gotta get the book done, and then ten months in, I was like oh my God, I have to submit the book and it's not right, you know, and I had to rewrite it. You know, I really had to rewrite the book and, and, and humble myself even more and get down, get down and dirty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That just shows that there's so much of you in this and it's mm-hmm. so cool that it's going to mm-hmm. be out in the world today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, what is your writing process like just more generally like are you someone who writes in the morning do you write for big chunks do you you know etch out kind of you know the topics that you're going to write and then write about it that day I know for me like I could really only work on my book in the morning I didn't I was didn't really have anything left if I tried to do it later in the day does it kind of depend for you where are you with that you know it's funny I write um, when I have a book to write I try to write every day just to feel like it makes me feel a little bit less anxious because I know that like I'm in the process and um, there's no specific time. There's no rhyme or reason. Usually the morning is a little bit better, but um, hey, oh my God, it's, it's a little bit of a totally like ADD crazy way to do it, but it works, but it works. I mean, it's just, it just yeah. works. Yeah. That's works. really cool. I've yeah. been thinking a lot about the relationship between creativity and inspiration and then also structure and discipline and really like finding a balance there is that something that that you struggle with or you think of or you know how much do you plan and how much do you just kind of let the inspiration come to you um I'm a very very disciplined person um and so I get it done I get the job done but um there's the best chapters in this book were chapters that I wasn't trying to get it done where I just step back and let, and channel the word, channel the material, and that's why it all kind of came in at the end. Really, 
it, it, it was like this just like burst of, of inspiration at the very end of the, it was like, the, you know, the end of a race and you're yeah. just like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to run the yeah. shit out of this race. Um, that's kind of what happened here. <laughs> cool. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. It, I find that too, that like, I'll, sometimes it's just about starting, like put the butt in the chair and just start. And then you kind of, like you were saying, get in a, in a runner's groove or get in the flow. And then it's like, you could go for days and yeah, and that yeah. totally happens. Yeah. Um, so there's one lesson in your book that talks about leaning towards the highest good of all and not just the highest good for you. So why is that key and how do we remember to do that in the moment? Yeah, um, it's funny that you brought that up because one of the universal lessons that I just read today on a Facebook Live was um, that as long as you remain surrendered and committed to the highest good, everything you need will be shown to you. Mm. And so it's kind of it's kind of ironic that that's what you pulled. Um, and ultimately, you know, we get really hung up about like when am I going to do this or how am I going to get that or things have to be done this way or they have to look this way. When um, and that mentality is, you know, when you're relying on your own strength, you're not in the the conversation of with the universe. You're not be letting yourself be guided. And so uh, the the key to being on a path of knowing the universe has your back is to surrender to what is of the highest good for all. Take whatever it is. Like I take this book right now, and I I'm not going to get hung up about you know how does it launch and what exactly. Happens and how many books sell? It's going to be whoever it, whoever needs this book, whoever it is of the highest good for, right? And in that place, you're surrendered, you're detached, you're not you're not you're not um, controlling or manipulating an outcome, and you can allow whatever is whatever is needed, whatever the universe has in store to unfold, rather than get in the way. And really, I mean, the, the key to being on a spiritual path is just to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. I was going to ask you how you're approaching this book launch and and how you're feeling about this book launch compared to other times since you've done this so many times now. And you kind of just answered it right there. But is there anything else you'd add to that? Um, You know, I will say that I feel so much more relaxed than I've ever felt before. A big part of that is that I have a team of people that are just the most profound people in the world that work with me. Um, I feel more relaxed because I know what I'm doing, because I know that I believe in the content. Um, I know what happens when I show up in a city. I know that, you know, that, that I can step back and let the, let spirit work through me. And that, you know, that feels good. You know, it's just, it's a different vibe than, than being, um, a little, it's a different, different vibe than sort of like kind of being in that, like I got to control and I got to make things happen. I actually am living the practices of this book in this launch. I'm at, yeah. oh, I'm so proud to say that. Yeah. I'm really, really proud to say that. That's really cool. And I think it has to make it easier that you've done it before and you know, at least what to expect at this point, so many different times, but also at the same time, it changes every single time because the world has changed, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Something else you talk about in the book and you've talked about before, which I think is so important for anyone, you know, who has followed your work for a long time is that comeback rate, like you call Mm -hmm. it. So returning to that state of flow when you're out of the flow. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And I, I tend to almost think we can't force ourselves back in the flow. We kind of have to fall back into it naturally. So what do you think about that? And how do you suggest getting back into the flow, like some practical things when we're feeling out of it? 
Yeah, so there's a lot of talk in the book about comeback rate, and uh, you know the the practices. The, the, every lesson in the book is about coming back and how to return. And what I, you know, what I do personally is first I witness that I'm out, and I get honest about the fact that I'm out, and I surrender it, and I, you know, I, I say a silent prayer to myself: God, universe, take this from me. Help me see this differently. Help me transform this. Help me see this through the lens of love. And I invite an invisible presence of of an intermediary, a spiritual intermediary, to come in and clear it up and clean the space and give me this uh, opportunity to see it with a lens of love instead of the lens of fear. And that um, that is a pretty big way to you know that's a that's a, a a profound shift even in that simple surrender in that simple ask. Uh, the other practices that I would share throughout the book would be you know really choosing to you know look at the situation that you're in and rather than taking all of your focus and putting your focus on that negativity and what's not working and what's not flowing to just reorganize flip it on its ass and and look at what is working and look at it what is flowing and get real and honest about that and in the in the focus of what is flowing in your life that's when you start to change your patterns and your experience because you're aligning with an energy of joy, which is the most powerful energy that there is. And in the vibration of that energy, what you need starts to unfold naturally. Cool. Ah, that was so good. Free podcast, people. And you just got that really great <laughs> nugget of wisdom from the Gabriel Bernstein. Um, okay, one more kind of big question, and then I have just some quick fun questions. So I know that um, all the way back to the Ing days, like we were talking about before, we've talked a lot about truly feeling your emotions, which is something I learned from you and so crucial to to doing this work. And recently, my therapist told me, this is kind of a selfish question for me, but mm. also I feel like I've been talking to more people about this and I'm really not alone in this. So my therapist told me that I don't actually feel my feelings I used to like walk around think oh I feel so many feelings but she was saying that I actually think my feelings and I don't really feel them in my body yeah, and so yeah. I would love your thoughts on this and you know unique ways or if you ever struggle with like thinking too much and being too much in your head and feeling into your body so you can let things move through you and just all your thoughts on that, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, first of all, I mean, was a very profound uh, comment that she made for you. That's really, really a big one. Mm -hmm. And I agree with her completely. I think that um, we can get really good as spiritual people at, like, overanalyzing our stuff, you know, and just sort of, like, you know, hyper-thinking hyper it through, okay? Yeah. Um, but the true healing occurs when you allow yourself to feel through the pain or you allow yourself to go into the depths of what it is underneath the thoughts. And so there's a lot of lessons in the book about feeling the feelings. And, um, and, you, sh and you share about this, too. I mean, it's like we have to get underneath the, um, the, the story, and underneath the story is a feeling of abandonment or wound or uh, not good enough or trauma or, or um, you know, frustration or sadness. And, and, and we have to allow ourselves to go into that wound in order to transcend that wound. And um, so, yeah, in the book, there's a lot of guidance on how to, how to uh, go deeper into that belief system and, 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 and heal that energy so that you could actually have a full circle transformation. Thank God. That will be helpful for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. apparently a lot of other people too. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, there's this great, and I wonder if you've seen it, Gab, it's this Louis C.K. interview where he's talking about how he just pulled over and felt the extreme sadness that he was feeling. 
and he had been you know avoiding it avoiding it avoiding it and then he finally just felt it and then on the other side of that was euphoric happiness and i think so so often we just avoid feeling anything because we don't want we feel like it'll like open pandora's box if we feel something so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, totally Yeah. yeah yeah okay a couple of fun questions so if you had a daily uniform what would it be Jeans and a tank top. It is a uniform. But your outfits for your book launch look amazing. I loved seeing them on Snap last night. <laughs> Get ready. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take your suggestion. By the way, I think that I'm was gonna, my favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I mean, one. they were all great, but those. Things, come on, come on. <laughs> I gotta listen to you. Every, you know, it's really funny, Katie. Like five people wrote back and they're like, "You should wear that one." I was like, "Okay, Katie's oh, right." Yay. <laughs> um, what's the best part of your day so far today? Uh, this right now being with you. Mm, right now. Yay, that makes yeah. me so happy. What are you most excited about in this moment? I'm so excited about people getting this book in their hands and having it and owning it. Yay. You probably haven't been watching a lot of movie or TV, but what was the last really great piece of content that you watched recently? I mean, I got really addicted to Narcos, to be honest with you. I live for Narcos. Oh, yeah. I heard it's really good. I mean, it's violent and terrible, but it's um, very good acting. Really, really good. Yeah. Did you watch Stranger Things? I haven't. I'm like scared to. Everybody's no, scared. No, 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 no. It's not scary. I I don't like anything scary, and I thought I would hate a show about a monster, but it's really like a show about people, and there's so much like feeling. I think you'd be into it. Okay. You got to check it out. Um, what was the best thing you've listened to recently? It can be music, podcasts, inspiration, anything. Mm, I listen to like boring shit. I mean, listen to like NPR politics podcasts, to be honest with you. Um, me too, me too. Um, but uh, and I'm a little bit obsessed with what's going on with the election just because I think we have to be and we have to be on top of what's going on. Um, so that's a little boring, but that's the truth. It's kind of like paying attention to what's happening in the world. Um, and actually last night I saw my friend Regina. I listened to my friend Regina give a talk on her new book, Pussy. And uh, I was kind of blown away by her presence and and the um, her her way of being unapologetic about her sexuality and I mean, she just blew my mind it was amazing so cool yeah going back to listening to the npr politics podcast really quick can you just give us like one or two nuggets of how to handle our feelings surrounding this election and and being a person during this time and in this country yeah yeah, yeah. you know i have a, a video going out about this actually closer to the election um so first and foremost, just get off your ass and vote and vote with your conscience and um, know what's going on. Don't be apathetic. Don't think for a second that like, oh, you know, he, he can't possibly win. He absolutely can win. And it's very, very, very scary. And I'm assuming anyone that's listening to your podcast right now is probably um, on the saner side of this election. And um, we, we, we have to just really stay on top of what's happening and, and, and be conscious of our vote and, and not be apathetic right now. That's my best advice. Yeah. And I'll say this more in the intro, but TurboVote is great for just making sure you're registered to vote where you're living now. And I just did it earlier this mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So one last question. But first of all, thank you so much for coming back on the show, being my mentor and my friend and just such an awesome human being in the world and creating all that you create, especially this new book. And I hope you never stop writing or creating and sharing yourself so honestly with the world. So Thank you. I love you. Thank you. 
And last question, the name of the new show is Let It Out. So what is something within you that you still feel like you want to let out and anything today or in general, anything else you wish I would have asked you, anything you want to talk about more? Um, oh, good question, Katie. Damn. Um, what do I want to let out today? Uh, you know, I just, I just want to, every day I feel like I got to let out some kind of, you know, story or frustration or, you know, sort of littleness. And so I guess the lesson here for you would be like, let out the littleness, because if you just say it out loud or you put it in your journal and you write it down there, it's excavated. It's just taken away, you know, and it's, it's reorganized. And so, um, I would say that right now I want to just like let out the littleness. Mm, Such a good one. Thank you so much. I love you. And I'm so excited for this book and for everyone listening to get a copy and read it and get a copy for their friend and their mom and their plumber and their sister, (laughs) brother, whatever. Get it for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, babe. Thank you so much. I love you. All right, you guys, there you have it. Check out Gabby's book. I am reading it and loving it. I will read everything that woman writes. And yeah I hope she never stops writing I I really love her as a person as a teacher and she's just great so anyway check out her book if you want to and let us know tweet at us tweet at Gabby tweet at me let her know you heard her on the pod and I will talk to you guys in the next episode whenever that will be